Thank you to Linda Neverman for playing the Elphorn for us. Amazing grace. Beautiful, Linda. Good morning. I'm standing in one of the outdoor classrooms here at Trinity Lutheran Church. These classrooms have made pandemic preschool possible this year. You see, last fall, the decision was made to be outside all year long for the safety of the children. Outside, regardless of the weather. November through February was a tough stretch. Now, you may remember the U.S. Post Office motto, neither snow nor rain nor gloom of night shall keep these couriers from their swift completion of their appointed rounds. Now, I'm not sure if that's still true with the post office, but for our preschool teachers, it was this year. Their pandemic motto, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad wardrobe. This classroom borders on Trinity Lutheran Church wetlands. It's called the meadow. Carl comes out here most days to sing with our children. And over there, you see a row of impressive trees. 25 years ago, Bill Curtis planted those trees. They were little more than saplings then, but they were planted near a wetland, and with plenty of water and the Pacific Northwest growing season, they have thrived, reaching for the sky. I hope that you are planted by living water. I hope that you are thriving and reaching for the sky. Well, I thank you for joining us today. I'm gonna to work my way back into the sanctuary and I'm gonna invite you to join Carl in singing our opening hymn, Here I Am, Lord. Let's go in for this seventh Sunday of Easter. Give them hearts for love alone 
I will speak my word to them. Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us pray. Send your Holy Spirit to this place, Lord Jesus. Inspire us, instruct us, unite us in joy and mission as we seek to be your people and to live our lives with intention to your glory. We pray in the name of the one who was raised from the dead that we too might have life, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Listen carefully now as Barb Schultz is going to read a lesson for us because we're going to be coming back to this lesson. Over to you, Barb. This morning's lesson, the seventh Sunday of Easter, is from the first Psalm. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path that sinners tread or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, they prosper. The word of the Lord. Thanks to you, Barbara. Our love to Mark. Carl's going to sing for us at this time. Carl?
our love can be an answer. Our love can heal a heart. Shouldn't we raise the question, asking how we lend a hand? Our love comes from a spirit, searching spirit, seeking truth. Bring a fresh heart to the search for justice we'll take a step along the path maybe someday we'll know all the answers maybe someday the truth will flow heart to heart perhaps there'll be a singleness of purpose but for now our love will make a start married love a loving parent spirit seeking to be one if we picture a world of justice then it will surely be Lend our hands and striving bodies Working in God's cause of peace Give of our hearts as the child of wonder Believing love will set us free We'll search for the heart of love We'll search for a peaceful spirit We can only heal our world If we dare to care enough to try Maybe someday we'll know all the answers Maybe someday the truth will flow heart to heart Perhaps there'll be a singleness of purpose But for now our love will make a start Maybe someday we'll know all the answers Maybe someday the truth will flow heart to heart Perhaps there'll be a singleness of purpose But for now our love will make a start. Our love will make a start. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Ron. Did you hear that lesson just read for you by Barb Schultz? They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield fruit in their season. The trees that yield fruit are planted. They are planted with thought. They are planted with intention. 
Now on Mother's Day, Felicia was outside at our house working hard on landscaping as I napped in the sun. I decided to check in on her and I found her with a series of plants and a tape measure. What's with the tape measure, I asked. She said, they must be spaced correctly. What is it that you're putting in? A shrub. They are called Sundance Mexican Orange. Of course they are. How did you manage to buy Sundance Mexican Orange, I asked. She said, I researched to see what would do well in this spot, what would thrive with limited sun, now, they might be a little big for this space, but a master gardener told me that the plants don't mind being cut back. In fact, they will thrive when cut back. Good thinking. I'm going back to finish my nap in the sun. You know, us reptiles need our batteries charged in the sun, don't you? Now, fortunately, Felicia did not do a lot of research on men before saying yes to me 39 years ago. Lucky for me, love is blind. Intention, planning, hard work, seeking wise counsel, learning for the success and failures of others, counting the costs, assessing risk and reward. Life is hard, but we make it even harder by making decisions in isolation or without careful consideration of the consequences. Jesus said, Who among you, intending to build a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him. Trees planted by streams of water, researching, planting with a tape measure, consulting master gardeners. It pays to think ahead. It pays to get good advice. The book of Proverbs shares eternal wisdom with us, saying, the way of the fool is right in his own mind, but the wise person listens to advice. Or another proverb says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Now, the Bible, as you probably know, is full of advice. In the New Testament, we are advised to love, to care for the most vulnerable, to be compassionate and forgiving. It's just advice. Advice from one who knows better, from the one who understands the human journey. You see, God will not love you more if you heed this advice, and God will not love you less if you ignore it. But if happiness, peace, contentment, and healthy relationships are your life goals, then you would be well served to pay attention. Now, the Old Testament has advice too. Back to our first lesson. Their delight is in the law of the Lord. They are like trees planted by streams of water. The law of God sounds ominous, does it not? But these are laws 
without a police officer. These are laws without a judge or jury. God will not strike you dead if you do not follow the good advice of the law. The law of God is little more than advice. The only consequences of breaking the law are natural consequences, which could include jail or bankruptcy. Now, my confirmation pastor, Pastor Thompson, a Norwegian immigrant who entered this country at Ellis Island and survived that first winter in New York City by shoveling snow, told me, Jim, you have free will. You are free to run wild. You are free to lower your head and run into a wall. But you are not free to choose if you have a headache or not. All free will choices come with consequences. Many years ago, I was called to visit a family in our parish. Their son, a point guard on the high school basketball team, a good student, a great kid, had broken a team and school rule by drinking alcohol. He was going to be suspended from action for a few games. My goal was to assure him that God loved him and to help him to learn from the experience. I asked him how much that drink had cost. He looked at me kind of quizzically. He said, it was free. I did not pay for it. I asked him to reconsider his answer. What did that one drink cost? It cost him his position on the basketball team, a position that he had worked all year to secure. Oh no, it cost him all right. His parents were disappointed in him. His team was disappointed in him. His leadership was questioned. His coaches were disappointed. He was grounded. And he had to put up with me coming to his house. Yeah, it cost him plenty. And none of it, I might add, none of it, was the punishment of God. He just had to face the music and suffer the consequences that he had brought on himself. Side note, side note, he is an outstanding citizen, husband and father now, and he's not been in trouble since high school. I'm proud of him. Every action, every decision, every free will choice, good or bad, healing or destructive, comes with natural consequences. If we think that God has nothing better to do than to sit around punishing seven billion humans for bad choices, well, think again. We punish ourselves, and we do a pretty good job of it. The Ten Commandments are nothing more than advice. You want to live a long life? You will increase your odds if you do not kill your neighbor. You want to grow old, you will increase your odds of doing so if you don't sleep with your neighbor's wife. Speaking of sleeping, if you want to sleep in peace at night, then don't go around stealing things during the day. And if you start telling lies or speaking poorly of people in your community, know that it will always, always come back to bite you. If God's advice is taken to heart, it will increase your odds of experiencing abundant life. No guarantee, but it will increase your odds. Cause and effect. Our actions, good or bad, come with consequences, natural consequences. 
Now hear this clearly. You do not have the power to ruin God's day, but you do have the power to ruin your life and the lives of those around you, those you promise to love. Life is a gift. 80 trips or so around the sun. Life is to be lived with intention. Plant those trees that you may yield fruit in its season. Life is to be lived with intention, and planning and seeking good counsel will help you. Plant those trees by streams of water, and you will bear fruit year after year after year. Now, for years, I encouraged our confirmation students to keep a copy of the Ten Commandments in their back pocket. Then, if they were thinking of shoplifting, they could simply pull it out and say, Oh, here it is, number seven. If I steal, this is not going to end well. Okay, I got it. They were told that they were free to call me as well for advice, as you are too. Uh, Pastor Jim, I'm thinking of having an affair. What do you think? Pastor Jim, my neighbor's trees are blocking my view, and I was thinking about bumping him off. What do you think? Intention, planning, hard work, seeking wise counsel, learning from the successes and failures of others, counting the cost, assessing risk and reward of every action, knowing all the time that every action, large or small, comes with natural consequences. I remember a 60th wedding anniversary celebration some years ago. The old groom was asked what the secret of marital bliss was. And without hesitation, he said, I told her on the day we were married that I was the man and I would make every major decision. She was the woman. She could make the small decisions. Then he was asked how that had worked out for him. And he said, great. So far, 60 years, and there haven't been any major decisions. It's a funny story, but the truth tells us something. Life is really not so much about those big decisions. It is really, for the most part, about a series of small decisions. Will I eat healthy? Will I exercise? Will I be a good and trusted employee? Will I surround myself with good people? What will I read? What will I watch? Will I be honest to myself? And will I be honest to others? Will I be faithful to the promises that I made to my spouse and my children and my community? Will I, at this moment, right now, wherever I am right now, be patient and kind and forgiving and compassionate and loving? Mother Teresa said, be faithful in small things, because it is in them that strength lies. And Jesus said, whoever is faithful in very little is faithful also in much. The wedding season has begun for me now. I had one wedding last week, and I have four more coming up in the next month. I often tell couples in the wedding meditation that love is not about roses or chocolate or planning grand trips to Hawaii. No, love is about taking out the garbage. Love is about getting up in the middle of the night with sick children. 
Love is about waking up every morning and saying yes one more time to the sacred vows that they are sharing on their wedding day. The trees planted by streams of water do not bear fruit right away. The Sundance Mexican orange that Felicia planted will take time now to mature. And the seeds that we plant today will bring a harvest over our lifetime. So finally, I want to encourage you to invest. Be intentional about investing. Be good stewards of all that God has entrusted to you. Be intentional in your investing. Now, occasion, I've had people call the church office. They're in need of help. They're in dire need of help. And after listening to their story, I asked them, do you have family members or friends who might be able to help you with this? And they'll say, no, I don't have any friends here. And I'll ask, how long have you been on the island? And they'll say, oh, about 10 years. My friends, you need to invest in community before you need community. You need to invest in community before you need that community to come to your rescue. In the same way, you need to invest in your retirement before you arrive at your retirement. And if you want to have friends, then you need to be a trusted friend to others first. And if you want to be loved, then you need to invest your time and your energy in loving first. Advice. It's all advice from God. Remember, you do not have the power to ruin God's day, but you do have the power to ruin your life. Advice. My father was a uh, child of the Great Depression, a World War II veteran serving in the Pacific Theater. And he gave me this advice. He said, son, when you move to a new town, go and meet your local banker. Get a loan from that banker. It does not matter if you need the money or not. Just get a loan and make that payment on time every single month. Then someday, when you really do need a loan, you'll have a friend who will help you. Every decision matters. How you live your life matters. We are all somehow in this together, you see, and we are responsible to each other. That means recycling matters to you, but to all of us. Getting a vaccination matters. Sacrificing for the common good matters. It's not all about you. Now, sadly, our nation seems to have forgotten that right now. The people of different tribes, races, parties, flags, and countries have failed to understand that we are all created in the image of God. And every nation, every race, every gender, every tribe matters. There is no us and them. No, we are in this together. So get out that tape measure. Do your research. Plant those trees with intention and invest in what matters. Let us be intentional in our living and our loving. And may every seemingly ordinary decision be made with love in mind. 
Let us be planted by streams of water. Let us learn from the wisdom of others and the wisdom of God. Let us be inspired by musicians and artists and poets and prophets. Let us delight in the law of God and see that law as a great gift to us. And finally, thank you. Thank you for worshiping with us. Thank you for investing in this community and our shared Whidbey Island community. Thank you for putting yourself in the path of the gospel this morning. It will bear good fruit. And that is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Carl's going to sing for us now inspired words by Lenny Good. How then shall we live? Carl? Took a walk outside of my walking Stepped inside another shoes Walked the dusty borders between us Paths I'd never chosen to choose How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? Oh God, how then shall I leave? Heard a sign outside of my listening Felt the living hum of the ground Waited on the voice of the Spirit Singing with its new old sound How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? Oh God, how then shall I leave? Saw the world outside of my looking Gazed upon the eyes of its soul Held the hopes and fears of tomorrow Found the pieces making the whole How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? Oh God, how then shall I leave? Took a step outside of my walking Found within the beat that we share Walked with you the length of a lifetime And made of life a living prayer How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? Oh God, how then shall I leave? How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? How shall I leave? How then shall I leave? Oh God, how then shall I leave? Jan Wright serves on our church council. She is our church council vice president as well. This morning she's going to be leading us in prayer. As we lift our hearts to God, each petition will end, hear us, O God, and our response, your mercy is great. Let us pray. Alive in the risen Christ, let us pray for the church, the world, 
and for all of God's people. Holy God, it is through our loving relationships that we will come to know you more fully. God is love and shares the spirit of love with us when we die to ourselves and give ourselves fully to love. May the world and all its inhabitants be brought into your open arms of grace and to abundant life. We pray for the people of Israel and Palestine, that they may live in a land where all the people of Abraham are equal, where none are denied your mercy. May your Holy Spirit give them direction and wisdom as they seek to build a just society for all. Hear us, Lord. Your mercy is great. May those who are sick or distressed or who have lost loved ones be held in your mercy. We lift up all who have asked for our prayers. May they find hope in the midst of their trials. Holy God, help us to know joy as, we, as a spring always welling within us, giving us power to dance through life, not as people blind to sorrow, but as those who know your victory over death and who cannot help but rejoice. Hear us, Lord. Your mercy is great. Holy God, this world, created by you, is also a gift from you. When creation is uncreated and people are oppressed, the world has rejected the light of God and denied the gift. Jesus called us to, into sanctification in God. May we strive to recognize and live into our roles as sacred people, living in sacred places, with all forms of sacred life, without distinction and by so doing, honor you. Hear us, Lord. Your mercy is great. Holy God, you have gathered us in this community of grace. When we love one another, God's love lives in us and is complete in us. Send us that we may serve you to the ends of the earth. Give us courage to be your witnesses by building a community of love. Hear us, Lord. Your mercy is great. Now, into your hands, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. Please share now a sign of peace and greeting, of care and comfort and concern with someone who would like to hear from you today. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. And you? And you and you and you. Announcements this morning. We'd like to encourage you, if you've not had an opportunity already to do so, to maybe pause the video and set up your home altar, some crackers, and juice, some wine, and bread, a home altar, for we will be celebrating Holy Communion in just a few minutes. But I'm going to call on Deacon Amy at this time. She's going to come forward and let you know what's going on at your church. Thank you, Pastor Jim. There are a lot of good things happening at your church. 
Adult education continues to meet on Zoom at 9.15 every Sunday morning. This morning, Dr. Jerry Camry Hogan begins a two-week series titled Meet the Heretics. Contact us in the church office if you would like to be on that Zoom email invitation list. Sunday school classes are now meeting in person every week. Come on down the Sunday school hallway for Bible stories, crafts, and fun activities together. Confirmation class is continuing to meet on Zoom. We will meet at 1130 this morning. Check your email for that Zoom link. And Tuesday afternoon's middle school youth group is meeting in person this week at the fire pit in the courtyard. Hope to see you there. Thank you, Deacon Amy. Yes, your church, after a pandemic hibernation, is coming to life, and our campus is coming to life as well. Uh, we're going to move now towards the celebration of Holy Communion. We'll move to the altar. We gather around this table now, a table that will welcome Christians of all colors, races, and tongues on this Sunday. It's a table that welcomed our parents and our grandparents, a table where there is only one host, and that host is not the Lutherans, that host is Jesus Christ himself who welcomes us to come. And so we remember now a Thursday night in an upper room in Jerusalem. On that night when he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took the bread and he said, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And later he took the cup of wine and lifted it to heaven. Giving thanks, he said, this is my blood, the blood of the new covenant, given and shed for you. Drink of it, all of you. Do this for the forgiveness of sins. Do this for the remembrance of me. My friends, as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, the promises of God wash over us. Yes, we are loved, we are forgiven, and we are never alone. Jesus is present with us. Now let us uh, continue as we pray as Jesus taught us the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. These are the gifts of God for you, the people of God. All are welcome. The body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. Please share.
hope not just to follow, but to lead. You have called your people to each other's side. There's no one meant to stand alone. We each are blessed with gifts within us. May we call forth each other's gift and love. Open our eyes to the dreams that you dream. Open our hearts to give more love. Give our weary, tired arms the strength to touch the pain. Give us hope not just to follow, but to lead. Give us hope not just to follow, but to lead. Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you, now and always, in God's grace. Amen. Now fed and forgiven, go forth from this place of worship to find your own places of ministry and service. Be intentional. And as you go, receive the benediction. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine on you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now our sending him sent forth by God's blessing. Sent forth by God's blessing, our true faith confessing, the people of God from this dwelling take leave. The supper is ended, oh, now be extended, the fruits of this service in all who believe. The seed of Christ's teaching, receptive souls reaching, shall blossom in action for God and for all. Your grace shall incite us, your love shall unite us to work for your kingdom and answer your call. With praise and thanksgiving to God ever living, the tasks of our everyday life we will face. Our faith ever sharing, in love ever caring, embracing God's children, the whole human race. With your feast you feed us, with your light now lead us, unite us as one in this life that we share. Then may all the living with praise and thanksgiving Give honor to Christ and his name that we bear. Now go in peace to love and serve the Lord.
Until next time, be well. like a tree that's standing by the water we shall not be moved we shall not we shall not be moved we shall not we shall not be moved just like a tree that's standing by the Just like a tree that's standing by the water, we shall not be moved. When our burden's heavy, we shall not be moved. When our burden's heavy, we shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the water. Just like a tree that's standing by the water, we shall not be moved. Leaning on each other, we shall not be moved. Leaning on each other, we shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the water we shall not be moved loving with intention we shall not be moved we shall not be loving with intention we shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the water we shall not be Just like a tree 
that's planted by the water, we shall not be moved. We shall not, we shall not be moved. We shall not, we shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the water. We shall not